Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Okay, good morning and welcome to the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group and to the conversation with uh, Steve and Sean. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Hey, top of the morning to you, sorry. Sean and your <laughs> top, yes. We are at 9 a.m. Pennsylvania time. It's, uh, well, sort of um, 10 past. It's, um, it's uh, nearly top of the morning. <laughs> yeah, halfway, nearly, nearly. halfway between 6 and 12. Hey. <laughs> I mid morning to you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like we like we were saying before we clicked it on, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of different people right now that are trying to start um, start churches, you know, or start something, and or start ministries or start this or start that. And the thing that the thing that I've been questioned most about is how to how to do this, you know, do we establish, you know, do we establish elders? Do we have, you know, a pastor? Do we have what, whatever? Um, I had a dream. I had a dream. I had a dream. Um, not, not last night, uh, night before last. And it was about two thirty in the morning. I awakened with, uh, two words, basically. Um, one of them was just a guy's name and his first and last name and then the other one uh the other word was the word vapid v-a-p-i-d and i had no idea what vapid is so i got up i wrote it down and then went back back to bed so i got up in the morning and i looked up the word vapid and uh it it means offering nothing that is stimulating or challenging Wow. And uh, so when I when I looked at that in conjunction with this person, I thought that's probably true because he he is trying he is a self appointed pastor basically of this used to be a huge uh, church body, and it's gone through several different changes of different things, and and uh, because of fear, uh, they've tried to control it more. And because of that, then this guy now has risen to the top of the pile. And um, uh, I don't know whether it's because he has a strong personality or he just invested a lot of money. I don't know how he got there. But I just knew I had that word for him. So I, I had to track him down. I didn't know he was the chief, the chief shepherd and bishop you know, there, which is senior pastor, you know, it's, it's translated directly across senior pastor, chief shepherd. I didn't know that's what he was. And so anyway, I just ended up calling him. He called me back and, and I shared that with him. So I don't know where that's going to hit. Um, but we, we have a tendency right now to try to do things backwards. Um, just like we always do. Whenever we go to build something, the very first thing that the world sets up, in any type of uh, organization or any type of uh, um, any type of business or anything like that, the first thing you do, even in corporation, 
corporation papers, you have to say who's the head, who's this, who's that, you know, who are the governing board, you know, you've got to go through that whole process um, in the world system. In God's system, <laughs> it's completely opposite that. And that's the thing that's been getting to me is why is it we keep going back to that world system every time we want to do something in the kingdom? And uh, in the kingdom, uh, Christ even said, those who will be chief among you are going to be servant of all. I mean, that's the first and primary uh, prerequisite. So you're going to be a servant. And uh, uh, that takes it out of the realm of title. That takes it out of the realm of position. That takes it out of the realm of anything else that we try to think of as far as what we're thinking of as control, usually. Uh, I don't want all this stuff to happen that's happened in my last church or the last place we were at, so I'm going to control it. And uh, so we got to have government. So, and to them, government equates control. They're not thinking that way, but that's what, I mean, not consciously thinking that way, but that's basically what it ends up being. So we're going through that with a, uh, a fellowship right now up in, um, up in the Pacific Northwest. And um, uh, the very first thing they want to do is establish elders and or or positions or titles or something. They've got, what, a dozen people, <laughs> if that, that are listening on the phone. Uh, but mainly what it is is they're wanting to somehow control the outcome or control the beginning or control something. So that's what it is. Um, but anyway, I'll let you talk for a minute. I, I've, I've said my piece. I, I said the thing that I, I, I scratched the itch that was bothering me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's interesting because I've, I've just gone to that scripture and, um, in one Corinthians chapter 12, 27 and 28, it says, now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. Uh, right. I mean, right there is like we can we can deep dive into a seminar, you know, four part series. <laughs> but um, each one is a part of the body of Christ. There's no lesser. There's no more. There's no more right. anointed or less anointed. There's not more spiritual than and less spiritual. Everybody. It's just who's sensitive and discerning to what God's doing with them and how God's using them. And then verse twenty eight. And in the church, God has appointed first of all apostles. Second prophets, and the first of all is the Greek word proton, P-R-O-T-O-N, which is the order of priority, not as in rank, as right. in above and below. It's as in, in sequence. It's as in sequence. So as right. in priority, um, the, the order of first things in order is first apostles, secondarily prophets, Thirdly, teachers, then workers of miracles, also those having gifts of healing, those able to help others, those with gifts of administration, and those speaking in different kinds of tongues are all apostles. So when we go back to 27, in each one of you is a part of it. Is, are all apostles? No. Are all prophets? No. Are all teachers? No. Do all work miracles? No. Do all have gifts of healing? No. Do all speak in tongues? No. Do all interpret, but earnestly desire the greater gifts? And the, uh, 
eagerly desire is nearly like a, a holy lust. <laughs> it's like an intense passion for the, right. the, the greater gifts. What is the greater gifts, would you say? Well, I would say whatever seems to be the least in that pile. <laughs> I mean, according to him. Yeah. Well, I, th I, you know, personally, I think it's the greater gifts is the one most needed at that point in time. So in the order of things right. uh, is right. like the, the first thing we need is the apostolic gift coming in. Now, this is where we've got to be careful that pe men and women don't posture themselves. Well, I'm an apostle, therefore, um, I think that's got to be a recognized thing. And, and that's something, a, a tune that I wanted to play really today was... Um, about about setting the right culture and and right. uh, and the and having the heart of a father you know so moms right. and dads coming into and sitting so if 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 we were to set up now if we were going all right god's leading us to to set up something what would be our first order of business I first order, at least mine, is just to do who we are right now with, and just find out where everybody is, find out where they're at in their growth, uh, find out what they need for that next level and help them get there. I mean, I guess, and of course, that's what apostolic does. Um, Paul says, I'm an apostle to you, but not to everybody. I'm going to find out who you are. In fact, it says, by these, you'll know that I was sent by God or I'm an apostle by these sons, by these people here. Uh, so it's not by my gifts or my anointing. It's by those, those people that I've already brought up and raised up and everything. Right. Um, one thing, just, just as we're talking about this, um, it says, it says, of course, King James, I don't know what the actual Greek word is. I, I haven't looked it up in a long time, but it says, uh, first apostle, second of the prophet, thirdly teachers after that miracles, gifts of healing helps and then governments and then diversity of tongues. The yes. word government, uh, governments, uh, is way down the line. Yes. So my question always is to whoever we're working with or whoever I'm working, um, are apostles, prophets, and teachers governments? If, if that's one of the last things set, are they governments? And, uh, <clears throat> According to this, they're not. However, like Paul says, I have a certain measure of rule that extends toward you as an apostle, as one who is sent. I have a certain measure that extends toward you, but not toward everybody. It's just toward you. So it's not necessarily at this point for the whole, for that whole church or that whole system or whole whatever. I'm not. Just because I'm I'm sent there doesn't mean I'm over the church. So my job is to find out where you're at and help build on that and help you get to that point. And then, like he said to Timothy at that at at one point down the line, after Timothy'd been there for a while, he says, "Now, now ordain elders in every church in every city because they're the ones that are supposed to rule well the flock of God." So there's a there is a progression of order in that, but like you said, it's a sequence. It's not, it's not a hierarchy. It's not a um, positioning. It's a, it's an order of sequence. If I'm going to set, set first apostle, 
the apostle must be like somebody who is like the architect who comes in, sets things in order, which are wanting, lacking, coming behind. He's like the general contractor. Um, the prophet then would be one who roots out, plucks up, tears down, destroys uh, old foundations, old footings, old everything, and then builds and plants, uh, like it says in Jeremiah 1. So you have this picture of, of a construction site where you have somebody that has kind of the overall plan, and then somebody comes in and begins to excavate, put the footings where they're supposed to be, put things, you know, according to the order, according to the plan of God, you begin to put things in order in that person's life or even in their lives collectively as they come together. But the very first thing he said in Ezekiel, and this really hit me this morning before, just before I got on this call, it really hit me. Uh, in Ezekiel, he didn't say apostles come together. He said bones come together, each bone to each his bone. So the first order priority is getting the bones to come together because you don't have anything unless you've got the joint. It's the joint that supplies. It's those bones coming together, making a joint. That's what supplies to the body. It's not, it's not the prophet. It's not the teacher. It's not, those guys aren't the ones supplying. It's the joint that supplieth to the body. So, and that's the thing that's, that really hit me this morning uh, because we try to do this so backwards right now. Yeah. Let's get the government set up. And once we get the governments, then we'll have uh, helps. We're going to establish helps after we get our governments. So we're going to get people that will be deacons now. And then we'll probably have gifts of healing. And then we might have miracles. And then we'll find out who the teachers are and who the evangelists are. and who the, mm -hmm. So we, we tend to go backwards. And I don't know why we do that. I, I, don't, I don't understand that. Well, I think it's it's a it's the model that's been reproduced for eons and eons. You know, it's just like right. we've been doing this for centuries, and and that is and whatever the latest trend is. So so somebody arises who's a gift, uh, a teaching gift, for instance. I remember right. in the eighties, you know. So a teaching gift arises, they teach and they pray for the sick, and right. and now around them begins to develop a movement and that's what they build on. So, right. so, um, and that always, well, it didn't at that point in time, cause I went and did exactly the same thing. So, um, <laughs> so did I, yeah, I did too. Know, I mean, that was because that was the model we were taught and we thought it was the right, right. thing. Huh? And, and of course it was lacking. It was, it was, it, the foundation was never sure. Uh, people came and went all the time, and it, you know, yeah. uh, it well, was still centered around us well, and our gifts. It was centered around the gift, you know, and yeah. and at a at a different level uh, of uh, in the not level in a different order of things. So we didn't right. have, and that's exactly why I embraced the the apostolic as we understood it, because the the revelation was coming. I heard it. I said. That's what we need in the church. We've got to have apostles, you know, come in and establish the blueprint, establish the, the foundation, set the thing in place. When, when I was told, okay, I want to get everybody together in a room and we want to talk about, you know, have a discussion and open a can of worms. I said, well, great, you know, because I thought, okay, we're going to start setting the pillars in place and start saying, all right, this is, 
This is what sonship is. This is what family is. This is what discipleship is. This is what mentoring is. I've never looked for a prompting, propping up of my thing. It was like, okay, let's set the base and so we can build from that, you know? And, uh, and of course, that was not the agenda at all. So it was, in fact, to set one person up. Again, somebody wanting to posture over everybody else. And, right. uh, and uh, so we have... We have the problem there. And, and so we need to, but I think it all comes down to from get-go, from the, from the order of first things, we haven't, I don't want to say we haven't got, but I'm, I want to say is that we're not finding the true, authentic Doma giftings that right. are, not, are prepared to not take rulership. Um, in over people or over things, you know, right. I, I mean, I can tell you story after story as you probably can, you know, it's just like, um, anyway, it's just like guys <laughs> who felt like they wanted that church to pay them tithe. So right. they will, they will go to war with anybody that looks like their competition because they, right. want tithe. you know, you've got no place in this mandate, you know, it's just like, what? are you talking about? You know, it's just like, I don't work like that. I, I don't work to posture myself. I work to do the work, which is to lay the foundation, set the blueprint, establish sonship. Because if we have to go back to what does an apostle do? What does a prophet do? What does it, you know? Uh, and like you say, it's like government's eldership come later. That's where we, you know, where we, where we have the, the, the differentiation um, but if we understand, if we understand the heart of an apostle, the heart of an apostle comes in as father. Right. Well, so does, a, so does a prophet. Well, all of them are supposed to. Yeah. All yeah. Of them all are of them. Yeah. Right. But, but, but the, the, the apostolic gift is right. mandated to establish that as the DNA of a house. Right. The, the apostolic brings the DNA of that, not to be the father. Right, but to show to show fathering into the house, so that right. people begin to relate as a family, and that begins the culture. And there has to be this, uh, you know, for me, it's just simply bring it down to the the simple, not steps, but the simple progression is that as a family, how do we build a family? Uh, culture. That's that's the most important thing, because when we understand family, we understand family. Sometimes is not nice. They're offensive. They're critical. They're ugly. They have good days. They have bad days. They can be wonderful. They can be beautiful. They can be horrible. But that's part of family. Um, is your family listening right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Family is about relationship. Family is about, um, I, you know, you may be offensive today, but wonderful tomorrow. It's just like, right. we, but the relationship is never in discussion. It's never negotiable. Relationship is established. I did an article in the, in the Facebook group, um, uh, I think, a little while ago. I think it was, and I can't remember. I do so much stuff. But um, it was, um, yes, it was. Um, the issue must never replace the relationship. 
Oh, Identity and Relationship Saturday on the, the Leadership Boost podcast is, was, you know, is that we, we should always protect the relationship. Issues come and go. Issues are temporary, but the relationship is what needs to be guarded and valued. And I find people disregard relationship so quickly. If it, right. if, issue seems to offend me if the issue doesn't fit me if the if there's an issue that doesn't uh uh fit our thingy you know agenda yeah Yeah, our agenda that's a good word our agenda then i'm prepared to discard the relationship and right you know so that's the kind of thing i believe you know personally i think that's where Apostles come in and they work that thing. Now the prophet begins to bring the, the interpretation of God into all of that as we go along and begins to shake up things and, and re, re, you know, shake up the mindsets, as you say, and all the rest of it. So, but I think that the, 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 there has to be that place where we begin to set, you know, for me, as I, I sat with a team, um, they asked me to come in. And so the first place I started is like, okay, who's your core? Who's the core guys here? You know, who's the core people here? So pull them in, you know? So of course, immediately people are getting insecure because they, they've got issues. They've got relationship issues. So, well, right. then, you know, here we've got to take off our hats, take off our mantles, take off our, our titles and let's become family and families. Let's right. get to know each other at a deeper level, you know, way beyond this is my gifting, you know, and uh, this is how I serve. I, functionality doesn't matter at that point in time. It's just like, who are you? What is important to you? Why, why, why is it important to you? You know, just the deep issues of who you are and now get to know each other, do things that begin to pull that together as a unit, as a, as a family and begin to build that family culture. And now we begin to move into the, you know, like a ripple effect. And because if those things are in place, I'm not talking about governments. I'm just talking about about a bunch of people that can reflect the DNA of family. That's really what you're looking for. You know, is that's what represents now, because then you've got a standard to work on. You've got a standard of, if, if somebody's coming in and they're not subscribing to family, then we can, we've got something to deal with. We go, okay, we've got to help this person transition into a attitude or into the culture of family. It's like any business. You, the, you set a culture in the business and you've got to transition people and see if they fit the culture. If they don't want right. to fit into the culture, one of the reasons we... Paul would excommunicate, you know, in that sense, or give them the left left foot of fellowship, is um, because they didn't want to they didn't want to comply or fit into or contribute to the culture of the community, which is ecclesia. That's really what it is. It's it's right. king, you know. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, one thing that one thing that this. Um, this gentleman had called me up because um, I used to pastor a church up there in this area, this region, um, that were working with uh, a little core group of people up there. Um, and he's he's coming off a, a mission field 
uh, in Indonesia and, and you know, that Asian set type of the world. And so, uh, and he used to be up there in that area too. We knew each other from back then. I mean, this is like 35 years ago. And uh, he said that um, the Lord spoke to him and told him something. He said, I'm supposed to slow down and know those who labor among you <laughs> and who are over, which is the same thing you're talking about. That's the very first and primary thing is relationship. If you don't have relationship, if you're trying to build on government or trying to build on structure, we're going to miss it. If we build on relationship, we're going to have relationship no matter what happens. Right. And that's something that you told me that stuck with me um well this was months ago uh you and i were just talking about something who knows what you know like we kind of do and you said relationship is non-negotiable that's your you, your relationship and mine that's non-negotiable i mean it doesn't matter what comes up you're still my brother yeah, exactly. it doesn't matter what what happens in life you're still my brother so it's not, that's non-negotiable. And if we approach these things like Christ does with covenant, which is the nature of Christ is, I will never leave you nor forsake you, not even till the end of the world. I mean, that's the nature of Christ. If that's my nature toward you, I will never leave you nor forsake you, not even till the end of the earth or the end of the age or the end of the whatever. Because the relationship is what's, primary it's non-negotiable and like you said to without that culture without that without that being instilled without that heart of the father and that's why it, it uh, that's why it looks like it says right at the very beginning i i will turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children the hearts of the children back to the fathers we're returning back to a relationship thing, not not a hierarchy not a powerful government Yes. So, Powerful. and that's what, yeah, that's what it's always been. I mean, yeah. he, he's the father of uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's a relationship. Yes. That's what he's the God of is yeah. relationship, not, and, and they related to each other that way. Yeah. Uh, the reason David and Absalom got into such a, a, a war or Absalom actually was, it wasn't because David was Absalom's father. I mean, he wasn't, Absalom wasn't looking for David's position as a father. He was looking for David's position as king. So if there is a position to be had, there's always going to be an Absalom looking for that, to take that position. Right. But if you have a relationship, nothing can steal the relationship. Is. So anyway, back to Ezekiel again, you know, he set, he set bones. He set the members in the body as it has pleased him. Bones come together, not leaders come together, not potential giftings. Bones. He says we're all dried up and we've been separated from all of our parts. And so the first thing he said is bones come together. And then he put sinew on, upon them, which holds the bones together and makes that joint. Then he puts skin upon it. Then he puts flesh upon it. And then it stands before him, this mighty army, and we're asking for the breath of, oh, God, please breathe on us. He's not going to just breathe on a bone. 
he'll breathe on it after it's put together and fitted together bone to each his bone then it says now breath of god come now prophesy to the wind he prophesies once again in the wind and now the breath of god then fills that thing that's already fit bone to bone we're not looking to try to establish something by government structure and then say okay now let's pile everybody in the box every week and try to teach them something right. it's it's more let's build the relationships and then out of that let the lord build the church <laughs> right. let christ build the church yeah yeah so. and those those that god appoints um to actually be governments will um will be those that actually rise up because that's the right. they'll carry that mantle you know they'll carry right. That's the thing that we need to understand. It's not greater and lesser than. It's like being apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. It's a gift to equip the saints. God graces certain people to be a gift. It doesn't make them any more superior than anybody else. It's a right. grace because each right. person has a part and God appoints to the church. That's what it goes. It says, and in the church, God is appointed or set or, or um, established in the church and he appoints it in an order of things so the there is a way that we have to find it's like the will the work the way you know is you can't you can't bypass that you have to right. find the way of god to do it properly i wish i'd known these things when i first started <laughs> because you know and and that's the thing is i think steve um for for me it's like that's where, where guys should actually be willing to say, okay, I'm open to finding the order of God in this. And that's not order by regulation. It's order by relationship. It's order by, all right, let's do it the right way. And so, okay, right. where, do we, where are we? This is where we are now. What do I do now? Kind of thing. Right. And what is God? What is the way of God now? Because right. we want the will of God. You see, it's easy to say we want the will of God. We, we trust in God for the will of God, you know. And But the will comes in a way. So we, we need to right. see. The scripture says this is what the will is. Now we have to find the way. <laughs> right. And there's a way that seemeth right unto man. Ah. But the end thereof is death. Is, is destruction, yes. Right. So, you know, we can have our own ways and we can... We can say, oh, I know how to get there from here, but really we're just establishing our own way again. Right. And that's why, like you said, we gotta we gotta look at his way of doing things. Oh Lord, Lord, didn't we do all this stuff in your name? Yeah, but you didn't know you didn't do how I do it. You didn't do it my way. You didn't exactly. you didn't do the will of my father. So that's depart right. from me. Yeah. And it sounds it sounds harsh, but it's just like Okay, you, you, you can't enter into, and I know, I mean, we had a, and the, all the years, it was like, I worked very hard to oh, make yeah. things work with my gift, you know, and um, when I, and, but of course, it's a, a, I didn't know how to do this. I, I didn't know, there was nobody right. teaching me about culture. There was nobody teaching me how to transition, how to bring transformation to a whole new paradigm, a whole new culture within the context of, of the local church. You know, it's just like, how do I do this? How do I, how do I do this to, to transfer from a conglomerate of people coming around the gifting um, to actually transitioning to being a family, to being, right. you know, to establishing this in the order of things. And right. I, I think, you know, we, and that's where we got to find the authentic. We got to find 
people that are not going to try and posture themselves in in position over, but rather come and do release the gifting within the context of their order of things and saying, okay, it's time for the for the apostolic to come in and establish this. This is the blueprint. This is what it looks like. Right. Show the blueprint. Establish the pillars. And now let the, the, the others, you know, let the prophet come in. Let the um, the uh, teachers come in and then let the, the miracles begin to happen, you know, and, and uh, the workers are miracles. It's amazing. The workers of miracles are not necessarily evangelists. <laughs> it's, right. No. It's somebody no. that's gifted to do this, you know, or graced rather, not just gifted, but somebody's graced to do this. Yeah. And I saw this too in relationship, not, ju- not just um, a piece to you. <laughs> <laughs> Not just in relationship to an organizational structure, once again, but in a person's life. Because this is not just, this is like, um, there is a house, but there's also another house. This is, this is one house. My domestic is another house. The, the fellowship of Christ is another house. I mean, there's a house, then there's a house. So whenever he talks about putting things first in the church, like Paul says, these are doubtless my sons of the faith. These are these are my seal of apostleship. These guys right here will tell you whether or not I was sent by God, mm-hmm. not not my gifting. These guys. Mm-hmm. So it was a personal thing. It wasn't like some this these group of churches. He's saying these guys, these yeah. people right here. So there is a relationship there. That's the order of first things is I was sent to certain ones first. Right. So work on that first, work on those people that are given to you, work on the few. And then if the Lord adds more great, otherwise you're training them then to work with the next group. So, yeah. And ultimately that's what you want to do is set up the multi-generational family within, within the house, you know, it's like, that's it. Then we think organization, we think as big as possible, as quick as possible, or whatever agenda we have in that. You know, it's like um, because we want to make an impact. Well, the impact is, is Acts chapter 2. The people liked what they saw, and God added daily such as should be saved. And, right. um, and so that's what we've got to do is build that family situation where, where today there is no relationship you know, right. real authentic relationships, there's superficiality. People are looking to belong, looking to be part of a community that they will want to embrace and want to be part of. And, you know, do we show them? It's like somebody, I was listening to somebody just earlier, and they said, um, trust in re- uh, religious leaders. Trust in religious leaders is at an all-time low. It's at an all-time low. So, so that just like tells you what the world is thinking about, about where we are right now. And because we, they don't want to see another organization. They don't want to see uh, the cosmos, the kingdoms of the world. They, they want to see the authentic reality of, and they don't know that, but when they see it, they don't know it. And, And that's, it's that. And so just what you're saying is like, when, when we, when we begin to do it in the order, you know, um, do the proper order, begin to see the generations established in family, we'll begin to see um, uh, people actually saying, I want to be part of that. There's something, there's something different there, you know? It's like, um, yeah. 
it's it's reflecting the the heart of the father you know well is that it according to well that's it yeah we've got uh, less than a minute left so we better sign off now yeah so zoom changed the the rules uh, up until now zoom had uh, free access uh, for as long as possible unless you upgrade to pro which means you end up having to pay for it um so i haven't got pro i've just got the free the free basic <laughs> thing so we are i think what we do is we run for about half an hour or 40 minutes or something like that half an hour so um really great to be with you again thanks for hopping on and uh, being part of our discussion with steve and i we could 